0: Hello, my name is Farron Glenfield. I'm the Church of Ireland Bishop of Kilmore, Elphin and Ada. I oversee about a 100 churches in counties like Cavan, Leitrim, Fermanagh, Roscommon, Longford and Sligo. And I live in these beautiful surroundings in Kilmore in County Cavan. Like you, at this time with the coronavirus, there's been so much disruption to our lives. We are not holding any live church services as we are following government and health guidelines. In the next number of weeks and indeed months we're going to be offering to you, wherever you're from, services that you can join in with and participate and be blessed by. So whether you're living in the United Diocese of Kilmore, Elphin or Arda, for different parts of Ireland or indeed beyond our shores. We pray that as you join in in these services, which are coming weekly from our churches, we pray that God would bless you and that God will heal and restore our land. God bless.
1: Good morning and welcome to St. Kevin's Chapel of Ease in Munyanain in North Sligo. We are coming together as a diocese, uh, the diocese of Kilmore Elfin and Arda to worship together in a service of morning prayer. You are so welcome to being with us and we hope that you will enjoy this worship experience and that you will feel part of it wherever you are watching us. My name is Alan Williamson. I am a Church Army Evangelist based here in the Drumcliff, Lisadell, and Munyanine. And I'm joined this morning by Mr. Malcolm Young, who is a diocesan reader here, and tourist chaplain at Drumcliffe. And so, as we come to worship, when fear and doubts stroll through our doors,
2: God stands beside us, whispering of peace.
1: When we toss and turn late at night,
2: God sits by our beds, singing lullabies of love
1: when we stumble through the shadows of sin.
2: God illuminates the paths of goodness and joy.
1: Our opening hymn can be found in the church hymnal and it's number 81, Lord for the Years.
2: And so we come to our confession which can be found in the book of common prayer on page 102 and so let us confess our sins to god our father as we sit or kneel for prayer let us pray heavenly father we have sinned against you and against our neighbor in thought and word and deed through negligence through weakness through our own deliberate fault, by what we have done and by what we have failed to do. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins, for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us. Forgive us all that has passed, and grant that we may serve you in newness of life, to the glory of your name. Amen. And so, Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy on us, pardon and deliver us from all our sins, confirm and strengthen us in all goodness, and keep us in eternal life, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So we've come to the section named Proclaiming and Receiving the Word, O Lord, Open Our Lips.
1: And our mouth will proclaim your praise.
2: O God, make speed to save us.
1: O Lord, make haste to help us.
2: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
1: As it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this morning comes from Psalm 116. And we're reading verses 1 to 3 and 10 to 17. If you have a book of common prayer, you'll find it on page 700, 28. We say this together. I love the Lord, for he has heard the voice of my supplication, because he inclined his ear to me on the day I called to him. The snares of death encompassed me, the pains of hell took hold of me, by grief and sorrow was I held. Then I called upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beg you. Deliver my soul. How shall I repay the Lord for all the benefits he has given to me? I will lift up the cup of salvation and a call upon the name of the Lord. I will fulfil my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people. Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his faithful servants. O Lord, I am your servant, your servant, the child of your handmaid. You have freed me from my bonds. I will offer to you a sacrifice of thanksgiving, a call upon the name of the Lord. I will fulfil my vows to the Lord in the presence of all his people, in the courts of the house of the Lord, and in the midst of you, O Jerusalem. Alleluia. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is
2: now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
1: Our reading is brought to us by Steve Frost.
3: Our reading is taken from the Gospel according to St Luke. We read in chapter 24 and verses 13 to 35. On that same day, the first day of the week, two of the apostles were going to a village called Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you walk along?" They stood still, looking sad. Then one of them, whose name was Cleopas, answered him, "Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days. He asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty indeed, and word, before God and all the people and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified. him, but we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel.
1: Yea, and besides
3: all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the woman had said, but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary? that the Messiah should suffer these things and then enter into his glory. Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it's almost evening and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, why not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road, while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. They were saying, the Lord has risen indeed, and has appeared to Simon. Then they told him what had happened on the road, and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of bread. This is the word of the Lord.
4: Thanks be to God.
1: Thank you, Steve. Our next hymn comes from the hymn book, Thanks and Praise, and we're singing number 102, My Jesus, My Savior.
5: none like you all of my days i want to praise the wonders of your mighty love my comfort my shelter tower of refuge and strength breath all that i am never cease to worship
1: Group.
4: Good morning, everyone. My name is Reverend Linda Frost of the South Leitrim Group of Parishes, and I'm speaking to you today from Farnet Church, former chapel of the Lord Leitrim, and whose home many of you know now to be Lochrin Castle Hotel. Although we cannot be together in body, we are together in spirit. These are not easy days, and we just want you to know this morning that we are praying for you, and that we hope that you're doing okay. In these days, as we watch the news, we see many charts depicting the rise and the fall of the coronavirus. But I wonder if we charted our own feelings of hope today, would we be on a downward tread, or an upward one? Of course, it is normal to be experiencing a whole range of feelings. But this morning, I have good news for you. Good news to hold on to, because we are a people who have hope, because God keeps his promises. Come with me for a few moments to a time nearly 2,000 years ago where we find ourselves on a journey from despair to hope with two apostles who are on their way from Jerusalem to Emmaus after the death of Jesus. Of course today I think any of us would just love the chance just to take a walk and have a good old chat with a friend along the road. But of course at the moment we know that that's not to be. We are told that one of the apostles was called Cleopas, and the other one is unnamed. The other could have been a friend or a family member as they were going to their home, or because the other one was unnamed, Perhaps she was his wife. We are told they were heading away from Jerusalem to Emmaus. They were, if you like, going away from the place where all the hurt and disappointment had happened, to a place of safety, a place of escape, of security, a place just to get away. sure we all have such places, whether they be physical places, or just places in our heads that we go to, to try and escape the pain. And so, as they walked and talked, along the road they were joined by a stranger, who of course we know to be Jesus, but they didn't recognise him. I don't know about you but perhaps you've been in a time where you've been in a situation of trauma or grief. Something has shaken you to the core and someone comes up to greet you and yet you don't recognize them, you can't think who they are, you don't really see them. And for the apostles, anyway, who expected a dead man to become to come walking alongside him? And so this stranger, Jesus, sees they are sad. In one version of the Bible it says sadness was written across their faces. He asked them, what are you talking about? And they replied, are you the only one who hasn't heard what's going on? It's a bit like someone saying to us, What coronavirus? And here Jesus gives us a wonderful example on the importance of helping by listening. He doesn't jump in and say, hey folks look it's me! Rejoice, be happy, snap out of it. He knows that on this journey from despair to hope that they need to process all they have gone through to talk about it. So he just says, what things? And so the apostles poured out their hearts to him who they thought was a stranger. Sometimes talking to a stranger is easier. I remember a few years back my sister and I were on holiday in Turkey and we inquired at the tourist office whether if we went on the bus tour to Ephesus that it was suitable for my sister who was in a wheelchair. Well we were sure it was, in fact we were assured a few times Yes, it's fine, go ahead, enjoy the trip. Well, if any of you have been to Ephesus, you know that when we arrived, we got off the bus and we entered the site, my sister in her wheelchair, and I looked. There we were faced with cobbled streets, not a straight or smooth surface as to be seen, and a very steep hill. Not good at all for my amateur driving wheelchair abilities. My face obviously showed my dismay, and a kind man who was also on our bus tour came and he took hold of the wheelchair handles and he said, would you like me to push? Well, I with great relief thanked him. And for the rest of the time during the tour, as he pushed her around, he poured his heart out to us, as he had just lost his mother, who he used to push in the wheelchair. We were strangers and he needed to talk. We all need to talk, especially in these days. I encourage you to phone each other phone your rapture phone a helpline sometimes it's easier to talk to a stranger and so the apostles pour out their story a story of a prophet and a messiah who had they who they had pinned their hopes on to save them from the romans and then how the religious leaders and again dashed their hopes when they handed Jesus over to be crucified. And with his, his death, hope died. Perhaps you have had your hopes dashed by circumstances, by religious leaders. Perhaps even God has disappointed you because He didn't do what you thought He should do.
1: The two apostles continued,
4: and now this morning there have been rumours, rumours that the tomb was empty. We don't know what that was about or where his body has gone, and this has just thrown us into more turmoil. In these days we can hear a lot of conflicting evidence on the news, facts, figures, scams, it can bring uncertainty and disquiet into our heart. What are we to believe? So after they had unburdened their hearts, Jesus said, "I'm sorry for your troubles. No, He said, "You foolish people, Now, I don't know about you, but I'm not sure if initially we would think that was the kindest thing to say. And yet, when I thought about it, don't we all need someone who lovingly takes us to task sometimes? Or maybe it's just me. When we get into that downward spiral of hopelessness, We start thinking negatively and things get out of perspective. We need someone to come along and say, stop. Or in the words of Jesus, you're foolish people. Your thinking has got out of hand. It's not true. Here's the truth. And so Jesus took them back to the truth of the Old Testament. The truth that showed God had a plan. A God who loved his people. A God who is faithful and trustworthy. A God who said that he was going to send the greatest front-line worker ever. One who would lay down his life for his people. And save them by defeating the virus of sin and death that they may know his life and his hope. And so as they listen to the foundational truth that God keeps his promises, their hearts burned within them. Hope is rising. In these uncertain days, let us read and speak God's word of truth. I would encourage you to read Isaiah 43, it's one of the other readings for today, and let God speak to you through it. And so with hope rising, they arrived at the house, and Jesus, who never imposes himself on anyone, made to continue on. But they made the choice to invite me. Say with us. Oh, how we would love to say those words again in these days to friends and families. And as time goes on, it seems to get harder not to have that interaction, especially, I know, for those of you who are cocooned alone. But we can be like the apostles and say, Jesus. Come into my life, come into my home, come into my situation, and stay with me. And so Jesus went in, and he stayed with them. And as he sat at table, he takes, he blesses, he breaks, and he gives the bread just as he had done in the feeding of the four and the five thousand, just as he had done at that last supper, with the words, remember me. And they remembered, and their hearts once again were filled full of hope, hope that had been lost at the cross had been made new through the hope of the resurrection, A new day had dawned, for Christ was alive. God had kept his promises. Today, as I conclude, we comfort our hearts with that Easter hope. An Easter hope which is ongoing, for it is hope for today and hope for tomorrow. The God who keeps his promises comes through his Son to meet us on the road of our lives, to listen to us, to speak truth and hope to us. And as we invite him to stay with us, he reveals himself to us. Wherever you are today, Whatever your circumstance, remember Him. For in Him we have hope. For He is the God who keeps His promises to each and every one of us. Amen.
2: So, in this part of our service, we we affirm our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed, which can be found on page 112 in your prayer books. So, we say together I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified now we come to the prayers of the people. The prayers this Sunday are are led by Richard Kennedy and Canon Edward Yendel. Let us pray.
6: The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lord have mercy. Christ have mercy. Lord have mercy. Show us your mercy, O Lord. And grant us your salvation. O Lord, Give guide and defend our rulers. And grant our government government wisdom. wisdom. Let your ministers be clothed in righteousness. And let your servants shout for joy. Joy. O Lord, save your people. And bless those who you have chosen. Bless those who you have chosen, O Lord. Give peace in our time, O Lord. And let your glory be over all the earth. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and renew us by your Holy Spirit. Our colleague today is collect three Easter colleague. Almighty Father, who in your great mercy glad the disciples with the sight of the risen Lord, give us such knowledge of his presence with us that we may be strengthened and sustained. By his risen life, and serve you with continually in righteousness and truth, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our morning colleague today, Heavenly Father, in whom we live, move, and have our being, we humbly pray that your Holy Spirit may guide and govern us, that in all cares and occupation of our daily life, we may never forget your presence but we remember that you are always walking in your son, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
7: We come before God in very strange and challenging times. We bring to him all our hopes and our fears, and we ask the Lord firstly to have mercy on us in our time of need. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We remember all victims of the coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic. We pray for all those who are presently in hospital suffering from this virus and the complications surrounding it. We also think of all families who have loved ones suffering from the virus as also for those who have suffered bereavement. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. We ask God's help for all who are trying to develop a vaccine to prevent infection or are otherwise involved in research into COVID 19, that they may be granted success with their work. We also pray for all doctors, nurses, and pharmacists at this time. Lord, in your mercy. We think now of the wider world and its peace, and we pray for our government as well as for other governments, as they face important decisions as to when and how our lives may begin to return to normality. We also pray for all who report such events in the media. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for all those who continue to supply our everyday basic needs, such as food and medicine. We also offer our prayers for farmers as they continue to provide our daily food and nourishment, as well as those who transport our essential needs. We think also of all young people involved in education and their teachers. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We remember all families at this time, and especially our own. Give strength, Lord, to those who find their present limitations very difficult, and also help families to live in harmony and peace, so that all children may be well looked after. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, at least conqueror of death, we remember with thankfulness those whom we love but see no longer, and we pray that the whole Christian Church, living and departed, be brought to a joyful resurrection in your eternal City of Light. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Let us now commend our world in which Christ rose from the dead, to show the way forward to his disciples, to God's continuing mercy and protection. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son,
6: our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is, Give us this our day our daily bread, bread and, and forgive us and our as and forgive us trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, temptation, but deliver us from, from evil. Amen. For thine is the kingdom, the power, of the Lord, that I have forever. Amen. Amen. We draw together our prayers, petitions, and thanksgiving by praying for ourselves and each other as we say together the words of the the grace praise of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us all, evermore. Amen.
2: Thank you very much. Now we're going to sing our closing hymn. Our closing hymn is hymn number 362. O God beyond all praising, hymn 362. Thank you.
1: as we prepare to leave our worship together. May God the Father, by whose love Christ was raised from the dead, open to you who believes the gates of everlasting life. Amen. May God the Son, who in bursting from the grave, has won a glorious victory, give you joy as you share the Easter faith. Amen. May God the Holy Spirit, who fill the disciples with the life of the risen Lord, empower you, and fill you with Christ's peace.
2: Amen. And now at this final part of our service, we have the dismissal. Go on the peace of the risen Christ. Alleluia,
1: alleluia.
2: Thanks be to God.
1: Alleluia, alleluia. It's been great to have you with us during our service today. We hope that you have a very blessed and peaceful week.